Are you ready to make your law firm a profit-generating machine that will free up your time and skyrocket your impact? With more than two decades of business growth experience and having proven that you can be successful while prioritizing your family and your impact, introducing the Profit with Law podcast. I am your host, the creator of the firm differentiator 10x effect, Moshe Amsel. Hello and welcome to the Profit with Law podcast. I'm your host, Moshe Amsel. And today, this is a bonus episode with an excerpt from our Law Firm Growth Summit. Our summit is coming up. Our 2022 event is coming up December 5th to the 7th. And we want you there. Um, The Law Firm Growth Summit, if you're not familiar with it, is an event that is absolutely free to attend. It's run virtually. We do a really good job with virtual events. It's not your typical Zoom webinar. It is a a conference platform where you can come and meet other attorneys um, and uh, uh, other people who are on the same at the same level as you and collaborate with them. We give you an an opportunity to network. We give you an opportunity to connect with them. Uh, We also bring in some amazing vendors uh, and we have a vendor booth area where you can get um, access to questions that you might have for them on what their product has to offer, um, special deals that they might offer that um, is not available anywhere else. And uh, you're getting that exclusively at the Law Firm Growth Summit. Now, the real meat and potatoes of the event is the topics, the sessions. And what we did this year is we we broke up the, the tracking of those sessions into your specific uh, law firm size. So we have the startup category, which is zero to 250K in revenue. We have the expansion category, 250K to, to 2 million. And we have the legacy creator category, which is 2 million and above. And those are just guidelines, but we really tried to gear the topics to our variation of audience. We want everybody in, you know, to to be able to attend and get get value. So we don't want you to feel like, oh, this is this is beneath me or this is too too um, too advanced for me. We want you to have the right information for you. Now we have over thirty leaders and experts and influencers in the, in the industry that are going to be gracing our stage. Uh, so you want to make sure that you don't miss it. You want to go to lawfirmgrowsummit.com forward slash podcast, lawfirmgrowsummit.com forward slash podcast, and join us at the 2022 Law Firm Growth Summit. There's other exciting things going on. We're going to have some game shows, some prizes, um, and uh, other opportunities for you to to really enjoy the event um, and get the most out of it possible. On top of that, we have two amazing keynote sessions. We have Mike Michalowicz, renowned book author, um, of Profit First and Clockwork and Pumpkin Plan and Fix This Next and Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. Um, he he actually spoke last year at the 2021 event on Profit First. This year, he is not talking on Profit First, uh, but everybody loved his talk so much that I had to have him come back. And he's going to be doing a talk on uh, creating uh, a, a business that can run without you uh, based on the content of his book, Clockwork. It's going to be a great talk. You want to make sure that, you be, that you're there. And then we have Jennifer Core Guthbert. Um, and Jennifer is a rock star law firm owner out of Atlanta. She uh, owns the Atlanta personal injury firm. And she is one of only 10 women-owned business to make the Inc. 5000 list this year which is huge, um, rapidly growing firm. And she's going to be talking about how to stake your claim. 
right? Like what, like take, take what's yours, uh, you know, own the right to be successful um, and how to do it while balancing uh, your personal life in the process. She's a mom, she's got young kids. Um, how does she do it all uh, with, you know, with all of that other stuff going on without sacrificing those pieces? And um, I'm excited to have her uh, joining us as a keynote speaker as well. So some really amazing stuff going on at the Law Firm Growth Summit. Remember, registration's absolutely free. All you got to do is go to lawfirmgrowthsummit.com forward slash podcast and um, and and register and sign up. So uh, the link to that is in, in the, the description of this episode. You don't have to go far. Just go in your podcast player, click that link and go in and put in your information and make sure that you register for the event so you can join us at the 2022 Law Firm Growth Summit. The reality these days is that having an online course isn't as new as it was years ago. There are a lot of people with with their tips, with their advice. A lot of that is conflicting, and it can be really difficult to know who to follow if this whole thing even works. But I'm here today to help show you how not only you can start an online business, but how to do it in a way that's not as overwhelming and frustrating and time-consuming as trying to read through over a billion different things that Google sends your way. Let's back up a little bit. Um, Hi, my name's Joey. I am an attorney like all of you guys. I was a kid once, then I grew up, uh, got married to my best friend, and Chewbacca showed up. And then I graduated from law school. This is a legit photo that the school photographer took, capturing me freaking the heck out (laughs) because I realized, you know, I had signed up for this thing that wasn't a very good fit. Um, You see, I am the middle of seven kids. I've always been more of a natural peacemaker. And being in the courtroom, trying to handle depositions wasn't a very good fit. But for the longest time, I just thought, you know what, I just need to learn how to do this uh, and do better at it. So for the first two years of me being a lawyer, it was basically this. Me sitting around a fire saying, this is fine. This is life. I have to push through it. Eventually, I decided to try and find something new. And what I found was that those the same qualities in myself that made me a pretty bad fit for being in the courtroom, you know, the fact that I'm not a fighter, the fact that I'm not super professional, I don't love just wearing a suit and tie all the time, actually gave me a unique advantage in helping business owners get up and running and, and being their kind of proactive, friendly neighborhood, approachable attorney, um, point out ways for them to stay safe as they're growing their business. And uh, eventually I started my own firm. That's me with my cute dog, Mr. Feeney, about a year into having my law firm. Uh, Now we just focus on trademarks and related legal issues for emerging online entrepreneurs. And I was about a year into not only being a lawyer, but having my own business, having my own law firm. Um, We were at that year mark, almost about to hit legit, you know, big first year goals. It was amazing that we were about to hit it. We also worked super hard. And I had for the first time a panic attack, which led to multiple panic attacks uh, happening, you know, one day after the next. I was hospitalized for two weeks. The reason why I say this is because I, um, I was really pulled from my law firm uh, without any real advance notice. 
And I realized that I had to take care of my health and my, my wellness, and I had to put that first. And so one day I was talking to my therapist about all of this, and I was saying, you know, I just need to, 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 to really put myself first in order for my, my business to grow and thrive. And she said, if I'm hearing you right, you have to love yourself more than you love your business. And I was like, oh yeah, can I quote you on that? So I created an Instagram post um, for this. This continues to be one of our most engaging posts with just this quote card. Um, but about a year after that whole issue, um, I realized something. I was so focused on building a business that that put me first and really making sure that I was doing what I could to um, make sure that my health is okay. By the way, I should say, I'm totally fine now. Um, but but the reality was, is I was actually creating a pretty low ceiling for myself in terms of uh, what the business could reach, what the what the growth potential was, because I wanted to make sure that my health was okay. And eventually I realized, you know, why am I doing this? Can I have it both ways? I was actually in a meeting with my team. We were looking at the numbers and my team kind of called me out and they said, Joey, we can, we can do this. We can kind of aim low and, and hit it. And we're, it, it's cool that, you know, you're one of those bosses who isn't always striving for a whole lot. Like that's cool. But at the end of the day, we have this huge vision that we want to do as a business. And we can't do that if the goals are set as low as they are. And so I had to really think about things and, and say, okay, can I have my cake and eat it too? The cake being money and a larger business making more revenue and eating it being the health and the wellness and taking care of myself. And this wasn't an either or thing, but really a both and thing. And when I started thinking about, okay, how can I have it both ways, which was about a year ago, um, a lot of the friends and mentors that I was working with said, you should start a course. You know, this is that promise of having something happening on the recurring end. You can work smarter, not harder. Over time, you can have this thing that is, is helping you scale without putting a lot of, of work into it. And so I thought, okay, that's an interesting idea. I think I'm going to try it. That was about a year ago. And I have to tell you guys, I'm not like the polished after photo version of what a successful course creator looks like, but I've learned a lot of powerful lessons. And so today I want to share with you guys what those are. We're going to be talking about how to create a revenue generating online course for your firm without the hassle. And really, I want to help you learn from the biggest mistakes that I've made and the biggest mistakes that I've seen people make both mentors that I'm working under and my colleagues who I've gotten to know uh, who are also working on building some type of an online program. And look, I could talk about all of the mistakes and lessons that I've learned. Uh, it would take forever. So I really just want to focus on the biggest three mistakes uh, so that you guys can avoid it. So here's mistake number one when it comes to building and selling a course. It's thinking that you're, the goal is to actually sell a course. Here's what I mean. What do your people actually want? What is it when you're creating this thing? What's the value? What's the thing that people are actually saying yes to? Are they craving 
a course? Not really. Are they wanting like a resource? At the end of the day, is that ultimately what they're asking for? No. Is it a process? Not really. What they're wanting is a result. The course is the thing that gets them that result. And sometimes when we decide that we want to start creating a course, we get lost in the details of everything and we lose sight of the fact that the the course is just a way of giving them that result that they're wanting. So really it's a tangible transformation. Um, if, If you look into the way that people are promoting and marketing and positioning their courses, they use a lot of blank without blank phrasing, meaning I'm going to give you this thing that you want without this thing that you want to avoid. That can be a really powerful way to position what it is that you're selling. um, And it really highlights the fact that you are selling something that's not just a course. You're selling something for a higher purpose. And it really is all about the messaging. And messaging is hard work. As you guys know, because I know that your lawyer is trying to run your own business, trying to figure out the copy that makes people want to buy from you, that copy that converts, that's hard stuff. And so many lawyers don't know how to do it right. But that is also the thing that makes all of this so awesome. Because if you can tap into how to really nail your messaging, you're pushing through this challenge where a lot of people give up. A lot of people are starting online courses right now. Not a lot of people are having success with it. And it's because actually nailing the messaging, it takes work, and a lot of people don't get all the way to the finish line with it. So one thing that I've learned that has just really stuck with me and it's been super helpful is this idea of this ladder of beliefs. So ultimately, when someone says that they want to buy from you, they're saying yes to this belief that that you are the answer to their problems. But we don't usually want to lead with that because they might not be be there mentally. And so we have to think, okay, where, for somebody who's completely unaware of who we are and what they do, what are the beliefs that that they might currently have? And how can we shift those beliefs or evolve those beliefs kind of one by one, rung by rung, and guide them up this ladder so that they're agreeing to say, yep, that's me, yep, that's me, yep, that's me, which ultimately results in them being like, yep, this is perfect for me, it's my no-brainer thing, this is going to get me the result that I want to get, so I'm in. That being said, who is your ideal buyer? How can you meet them where they're currently at? And how can you focus on selling the cheese but delivering the broccoli? What I mean there is a lot of times we as the experts know what people need. And so we try and sell what people need. But people don't really want to buy what they need. Yes, the broccoli might be the thing that's good for them, but that's not what they want. And it can be a really fine art, but boy is it powerful when you can figure out what the cheese is there. What is the cheese the thing that people want around what it is that you're offering, and you're actually selling them the cheese, but then you're giving them the broccoli in your course. So here's a a quick uh, strategy that I have when it comes to your message. Again, 
Who is your niche? And by the way, a practice area is not a niche because you can't market to just a practice area total, but really get detailed. Like who is your ideal client buyer and what, what are they interested in? What are their likes and dislikes? You want to create a message that is speaking directly to them, which means it might very well repel a lot of people. You might have a lot of people who are not a good fit, and that's okay. But you want to find your people so that when they see your stuff, whether it's your sales page, your social media stuff, whatever, your webinar, they're just like, oh yeah, that's totally me. What is, what is it that they want and what is it that they don't want? Again, that thinking about these questions allows you to build statements like that blank without blank, those really powerful ways of positioning what it is that your offer is. And not only what is your solution, but why is your solution better than the other solutions out there? This stuff takes work, but when you can really dial into this, it's super, super powerful and once you do this hard work, then actually marketing it, promoting it, selling it um, seems pretty easy and effortless. So how do you do that? Well, before you even offer, what I recommend is that you ask. Find your niche, then reach out to them. Hop on a call with them. Ask them, what do you want? What don't you want? Then offer it to them. If they say no, then ask them why. And you'll get a deeper sense of what they want and what they don't want. And, and how you can refine your solution so it hits that. But also at the same time, you want to be breathing. Because if you guys have not been in the online course space, and we'll get into this in, in a, eventually, but probably around 90% of the people that you present an offer to are going to say no. And instead of that freaking you out and wanting to get a yes every time, be okay and embrace the fact that you're probably gonna get rejected quite a lot. And that is okay. Because the goal is to find that under 10% who are a heck yeah to what it is that you're building. That's it for this week's episode of Profit With Law. If you have enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with at least one person. Imagine how many lives we can change if we each shared this episode. Another way to share the episode is on social media. We appreciate your support and look forward to you joining us again next week.